1970 New York Yankee baseball is on the air. In association with Hughes Sports Network, Yankee baseball is brought to you with the best wishes of the Atlantic Richfield Company. Your Atlantic dealer keeps your car on the go with Red Ball service. Frank Messer and Bob Gamir will bring you the play-by-play -play of this Yankee broadcast in just a moment. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Bob Gamir, along with Phil Rizzuto and Frank Messer from Robert F. Kennedy Stadium in Washington, D.C. And this afternoon, it's the third game, a rubber game in this three-game series between the New York Yankees and the Washington Senators. And so far in this series, we've had a couple of pitchers duels. The first game won by the Washington Senators by a score of two to one as Dick Bosman bested Steve Klein. And then in last night's ball game, the Yankees won it three to nothing as Stan Bonson was the winner over Jim Schellenbach. Last night's final score, three to one, the Yankees winning it, getting three runs in the top of the eighth inning and the Senators coming back with a home run by Bernie Allen in the bottom half of the ninth inning. He was the leadoff batter at the bottom of the ninth inning and uh, the home run chased Stan Bonson but Lindy McDaniel came on to get the Senators one, two, three, and end the ball game. So it's all even, one game apiece in this series. The Senators lead in the season series seven games to five over the New York Yankees, and they have the best advantage of any ball club in the American League up to this point over the New Yorkers. And we'll have the starting lineup for today's ball game in just a moment. The Arctic Tundra. 12 inches of vegetation covering frozen ground a 1,000 feet deep. When Atlantic Richfield Company discovered oil on Alaska's north slope, the place we call the Arco Circle, we found out if you disturb the tundra, you cause erosion. A tire track can cause a 50-foot gorge. We stopped driving our trucks across it and started experiments with 13 different kinds of grass seed so that if erosion occurred, we'd be ready. The seeding has to be done by hand. The fertilizing has to be done by helicopters, and the grasses will have to be incredibly hardy to make it. But if they do, there will be a way to protect the delicate tundra forever. At Atlantic Richfield Company, we're doing this because we believe drilling for oil and conservation go together. We went all the way to Alaska to drill for oil so we can provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. Right now, the umpires are meeting at home late with Ralph Howe to the Yankees and Ted Williams to the Washington Senators. They're exchanging the lineup cards. The lineup's being announced to the fans here in Robert F. Kennedy Stadium, and we'll give you the lineups as well. First of all, for the Yankees, Horace Clark leads off, and he'll be playing at second base. Jerry Kenny bats second, and he'll be at third base. Bobby Mercer hits third in center field. Roy White, the cleanup man today, in left field, batting fourth. Danny Cater bats fifth, he'll be at third base. Thurman Munson is the catcher, batting sixth. Dirk Lefrey in right field hits seventh. Gene Michael the shortstop eighth. And on the mound and pitching for the Yankees will be Mel Stottlemyre. Stottlemyre has a record of eight wins and seven losses. His earned run average is 3.29, which is high for Mel. In fact, that's the highest it's been since the 1966 season when he lost 20 ball games. Stottlemyre with a record of eight and seven and an earned run average of 3.29. He pitched in 145 innings, given up 137 hits. He has walked 50 and struck out 63. 
For the Washington Senators, Eddie Brinkman has moved up to the leadoff spot today, and he'll be playing shortstop. Lee May in right field bats second. Big Frank Howard hits third, and he'll be playing first base. Rick Reichardt in left field bats fourth. Bernie Allen, the second baseman, hits fifth. Aurelio Rodriguez, the third baseman, sixth. Paul Casanova, the catcher, bats seventh. Del Unser in center field bats eighth. And on the mound pitching will be Jim Hannon and batting ninth. Hannon from Jersey City, New Jersey, has a record of three wins and three losses. He has pitched 45 and two-thirds innings, given up 47 hits, 21 walks. He has struck out 26 and has earned run average 4.11. And now the Washington Senators take the field. While they do here on Yankee Baseball, we have the signal that it's time for station identification. This is your guy, High Agents. Join me for your kind of music, weekday, 3 to 7, here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. Right here on Robert F. Kennedy Stadium, as we wait for the rubber game of the three-game series, our national anthem. Friday night. They had the biggest Saturday crowd in the history of baseball in Washington, not only in this stadium, but also in Griffith Stadium, over 21,000 last night. And a very representative crowd right now. It looks in the vicinity of uh, 19, maybe even 20,000 for this afternoon's game between the Yankees and the Washington Senators. This is it for the first half of the season. Actually, we're past the first half of the season. This will be the 85th game for the Yankees. And the total number in the season is 162. But traditionally, the All-Star break is mid-season, and a lot of the players, of course, look forward to it, not only playing in the All-Star game, but also getting away, uh, well, getting away from baseball for three days, relaxing, and doing something a little bit differently. Jim Hannon on the mound and pitching. Wears those motorcycle-type glasses. Big, tall right-hander from Jersey City, New Jersey. Class of 1952 at St. Peter's Prep. Happens to be a classmate of mine, and he's on the mound pitching for the Washington Senators today against the New York Yankees. Hannon with a record of three wins and three losses. 
Jim also went to Notre Dame University where he graduated and is a stockbroker in the offseason. We used to say a successful stockbroker for everyone in baseball who was in the stock market business, but I'm not sure we can say that anymore. Maybe some of them would be better off in another business than the stockbroker's business at this time. But at any rate, that's what Jim is in the offseason. And actually, I believe he deals in the mutual funds more than anything. Jim Hannon on the mound with a record of uh, three wins and three losses, and Horace Clark will be the first man to face him. Horace with a batting average of 246. He has four overs, one triple, and 12 doubles. the batter. That was 1956 that Jim Hannon got out of high school and not 1952. He started in 52. Horace Clark the batter. The first pitch is high for ball one. One ball and no strike. And Larry Knapp is wasting no time in doing his homework. Kicks away something from in front of home plate. One ball and no strike. Horace Clark leading it off with the rubber game of the series. Hannon into the windup. Here's the pitch. In there for the cold strike. One is one and one. Larry Knapp, the umpire behind home plate. John Rice at first. Marty Springstead at second. Larry Bond at third. Hannon wastes no time. Fires away. Swing a little pop-up down the third baseline. Behind third. May drop in. May be fair. It goes foul. Just hits foul by about a yard. Back in the grass at left field. Rodriguez was going back. Brickman was coming over. And right caught coming in from left field, but nobody got close to that. It was just a question of fair, a foul, and a drop foul. One and two, the count on Harris. Hannon delivers. Clark brings fouls it up here. Just missed the broadcasting booth. Down by about a foot. Here's the windup and the pitch. Swinging a foul ball back to the screen. It's one and two. Did they hear that ball hit, Sandy? <laughs> one and two the count. We haven't had a ball in a long time in the broadcasting booth, and that was almost it. Actually, it's right down below us on a little catwalk. Here's the windup in the pitch. Clark swings a little dribbler. First base side. Rolling, rolling. It goes foul, and it's kicked by Casanova. Clark will have to come back and try again, so he missed a base hit down the left field line. He missed one on that little roller. There was no way they were going to get him. But he still has one swing remaining. One and two to Horace Clark, the leadoff batter on a beautiful Sunday afternoon in Washington. Temperature in the 80s, big crowd on hand. Here's the pitch. Swing it, a bouncer down the first baseline. It's a fair ball. Just past Frank Allen rolling down in the corner. Clark's going to try for two. May up with the ball. Lobs it into Bernie Allen. It's a double for Horace Clark. So Horace was flirting with the foul line all the time that he was up there, and he finally got a break. Ball just fair and just out of the reach of Frank Howard. It's a double. A double for Clark, and that brings up Jerry Kenny. Kenny's batting average is 225. He's second in the American League with triples. He has six. He has seven doubles. 
and three home runs. Six triples for Kenny. The leader is Cesar Tovar with eight. The stretch. Takes to second base and Clark gets back. Yankees looking to get the jump here on the top of the first inning. Horace Clark has let off with a double. Rodriguez in on the grass at third base. Howard even with the bag at first. Second baseman and shortstop playing in normal depth. Here's the pitch. In there for the call strike. Bent the curve in and over. No balls in one strike. Kenny, after a slow start, has certainly come around with the bat. Although his average only indicates 225. Been a vastly improved 225. Off second base, Horace Clark, nobody out. Jim Hannon goes to the belt. Here's the pitch, ha, in there for the call strike as it dipped in, that was the same pitch. Curveball with a good drop, and it's no balls and two strikes. Kenny's out of the batter's box, going for a walk, picks up a handful of dirt. No balls and two strikes. Jerry's still way out of the batter's box. Might have been a bit disturbed on the last call. And he might be regrouping his thoughts. He knows he only has one swing left. All right, Kenny gets back in the box. Digs in. Deep in the batter's box. Bobby Mercer on deck. Jim Hannon gets the side from Casanova. Goes to the stretch. Here's the pitch. Swing and a bouncer down the first baseline. Foul. Elson Howard. Bobbles the ball over in the coach's box. No balls and two strikes. Light breeze today blowing out towards right field. Breeze plays very little uh, effect on the ball game. Plays very little part in the game because we're actually down below ground level. And the stands, the upper deck goes all the way around this ballpark in a circle. 0-2 the count to Kenny. Here's the pitch. Fastball high. It's 1-2. and Mahana's been keeping the ball high on Kenny. I don't know whether it's intentional or not. Perhaps the Senators feel that Kenny likes those low pitches. And we have seen him golf quite a few line drives this year. One ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Bounce to the shortstop. Clark going to third. Brinkman throws to first in time for the out. Brinkman looked over to third but made the play to first. So fine speed by Horace Clark. That's why you say when they make it on a play like that, fine speed. And if they throw over there and get the guy out, you say you should to God. You very rarely see a man go to third base with the ball hit on the left side of the infield as we look out. But Clark went and he made it, so it's a good play. One out, Clark over at third. Could be a big play, too. Bobby Mercer, the batter. They're playing deep on the right side. If it's a ground ball, Clark will probably score. The pitch is low, ball one. One ball and no strikes. No score in the game, but the Yankees have a runner on third with one out. One ball and no strike. Hannon into the windup. Here's the pitch. Mertz hits the ground ball in the hole between first and second. Drew in the right field for a base hit. Horace Clark is in the score. The ball picked up by Lee May. Lobs it into Eddie Brinkman at second, and the Yankees lead it one to nothing. An RBI for Bobby Mercer. For Bobby is 48th of the season. Horace Clark is in the score. Horace scores his 43rd run for the Yankees and it's one to nothing. Roy White the batter. White with a batting average of 320. 12 home runs. Throw to first, no dice. 
A reminder that this broadcast is authorized under rights granted by the Yankees solely for the entertainment of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or the use of the descriptions and accounts without the express consent of the New York Yankees is prohibited. Hannon tries another throw over to first that Frank Howie grabs and then trying to get the ball out of his glove, he bobbles it. In the meantime, Bobby Mercer taking the opportunity to tie his shoelace. Yankees won. Top half of the first inning. Bobby Mercer with the lead, the stretch, the pitch to White. On the corner for the call, strike, it's 0-1. Last night, the Yankees won it 3-1, but we had no scoring until the top of the eighth. Night before, it was 2-1 Washington. Throw to first, and Mercer gets back. Ralph House feels a lot better about the Yankees starting pitching after the last two games. The fine performance of Steve Klein and an equally fine performance of Stan Bonson. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive hit out to center field. Delons are in his track, backing up a little bit. Now he stops, waits, makes the catch, throws on in the second, and Bobby Mercer gets back to first. Two outs. Two outs, it'll bring up Danny Cater. Cater batting 303, and he's been right around that 300 mark now for the past month. Most of the time a little above it, once in a while a little below it. Danny with four homers, three triples, and 19 doubles. He's had an outstanding first half of the season for the New York Yankees. Bobby Mercer on first with two outs. Throw to first, no dice. Hannon goes to the stretch. There goes Mercer, the pitch. Swing the ground ball to third base. Rodriguez digs it out. The long throw is high, but Frank Howard's there to make the catch. Side retired for the Yankees in the first inning. The Yankees get a run on two hits. There were no errors, but a band left at the end of a half inning. It's the Yankees won the Senators coming up. Are you game for a quiz? Then listen carefully, because the question won't be repeated. What does ARCO stand for? A-R-C-O. Here are a few hints. Hint one. Many of you recently received a credit card with the name ARCO on top. It replaced your Atlantic card. Hint two. The ARCO card is honored by Hertz, Ramada, and Treadway Inns, Hyatt House Hotels, Hyatt Lodges, Travel Lodge Motels, Friendship Inns, Emmons Walker Inns Incorporated, and Superior Motel. Time's up. Anyone who figured out that ARCO stands for the petroleum products of the Atlantic Richfield Company gets an A. You see, when the Atlantic Richfield Company was formed, it made sense to have one national credit card good at thousands of service stations coast to coast. The name selected for the card was ARCO. And if you'd like to carry one, applications are waiting for you at all Atlantic stations. If there are no more questions then, class is dismissed. inning, the Senators will send up Eddie Brinkman, Lee May, and Frank Howard against the right-handed Mel Stottlemyre. Stottlemyre with a record of eight wins and seven losses, and he'd love to make it nine before the All-Star break. Mel, of course, pitching today. Ralph House also figures that if he's used in the All-Star game, it would be more or less the same as throwing on the second day after it starts. 
the All-Star Game Tuesday night. Normally when a pitcher starts, uh, Jim Turner and Ralph House, they like that pitcher to throw a little bit on the second day after his start. In fact, uh, Fritz Peterson was used in relief at a game in Cleveland in such a situation. He had pitched on a Friday night, and that Sunday he came in and then he threw a couple of innings in relief. Throw goes down to second base, and we're all set for the bottom half of the first inning. Dallemeyer on the mound. 1965, he was 20 and 9, then he was 12 and 20, 15 and 15, 21 and 12 and 68, 20 and 14 last year, and 8 and 7 so far this year for the Yankees. Eddie Brinkman, the batter. The windup and the pitch. Brinkman takes low for ball one. Brinkman with a batting average of 279. Yankees won. And it is nothing. The windup and the pitch. Brinkman swings, line drive, hit out of the short. It's in there for a base hit. Bobby Mercer over at left center. As the ball gets by him, Roy White backing up. Here's the throw to second. Here's Brinkman. He slides and he's in there. Scored as a double for Eddie Brinkman. The ball took a bad hop on Bobby Mercer. But Mercer also overran the ball, coming over towards left field. And now, Roy White is starting to come in towards the infield. And we'll have to wait and see what Roy wants. White may be looking for his sunglasses. There's no way anybody could catch that ball on the fly. It was an ordinary line drive single, and Mercer tried to cut it off and went by the ball, the ball also taking a bad hop behind him. White now, he has sunglasses on that cap. I'm not sure why Roy White is coming in. He just dropped his cap, his glasses, and his gloves, perhaps his contact lenses. At any rate, he's down in the Yankee dugout, and we have no way of looking into the dugout from where we are. He'll be going back out there because he left his glove and cap out. And now Roy White comes out of the Yankee dugout. The Senators open up the game just as the Yankees did in the top of the first with a double. And it brings up Lee May. <laughs> Lee May, the right fielder, with a batting average of 274. Roy White back out in left field, and we're set to go. They play Lee May straight away. Eddie Brinkman off second. Nobody out. Stottlemyre stretches and delivers. Swing and a drive. Hit down the left field line. A slicing foul back into the lower deck. No balls and one strike. Red Sox got two runs in the first inning against Cleveland. Big doubleheader today in the American League. Baltimore and Detroit. Big one for the Tigers. Perhaps bigger for them than for Baltimore. Here's the stretch. And the pitch. May takes inside. It's one and one. Baltimore leading the Tigers by six games. And after the All-Star game, in fact, after today, the two clubs only have five games remaining. One ball, one strike. Stolmeyer goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive. It out to left center field. Roy White going back. Still going back. He's got a beat on it. He makes the catch. The tag by Brinkman. He's on his way to third. White throw to third. Not in time. Brinkman goes in standing up. fly by Lima. No sacrifice fly. You only get credit for a sacrifice fly when the runner scores from third. But 
but it has the effect of a sacrifice. Eddie Brinkman on third, and Frank Howard the batter. Frank Howard batting 279, 24 home runs, eight doubles, the windup. Here's the pitch. Howard swings a bounce to hit in the hole to the third and short. It's in the left field for a base hit. Brinkman in the score. Roy White up at the ball. Throws on into second base with Horace Clark. And Frank Howard has a solid base hit and it's a tie ball game. For Frank Howard, RBI number 66. Tied up at 1-1 and here's Rick Rykoff, the left fielder. Frank Howard is hitting everything in sight. He has streaks, and right now he's on a tear. Last night he backed away from the pitch and he hit the bat, went for a base at the right field. Had a home run in the first game of the series, and he drilled that one right through the infield. Right caught batting 269. He has 12 homers. Big, strong, right-handed batter. The pitch to Rick, low ball one. Rick Rykoff from the University of Wisconsin. Came from California along with third baseman Rodriguez in exchange for Ken McMullen. That was back on April the 26th. Here's the pitch. Swing and a pop-up foul and out of play. And a nice catch up in the upper deck. Gentlemen in Bermuda shorts. Blue shirt and as wild a pair of flag shorts as you'll ever see. And he took a nice bow after coming up with it. One ball, one strike, and one out. Here's the stretch. Howard with the lead. The pitch to Rykoff. Check swing. It's called the ball. Two and one. Pitch up a little high. Yankees won. The Senators won. Bottom of the first. Each team with two hits. Teams have scored in similar ways. The leadoff man has had a double. The second man up has moved in the third. And the third man up has had a base hit. The RBIs to Mercer and Howard. Dallemeyer stretches. Here's the pitch. Right card swings and misses. Two and two. Swung over the sinker. Two balls, two strikes, and one out. Thursday afternoon, one o'clock, a big doubleheader. It's the last time the Oakland A's will be in the Yankee Stadium this year. Doubleheader Thursday night game Friday. Here's the pitch. Did it hit him? It did. Oh, did it ever. Right on the left hand. And he's holding it. It hit him somewhere from the left elbow down. And Rykod is really in pain. Rykod holding it. Got it right somewhere in that left forearm. Might have been right on the hand. He is really in pain. Rykod down the first baseline. Washington trainer looking at it. Ted Williams out of the dugout. Frank Howard has already gone down to second base. His right card is hit by the pitch. But it's questionable whether he'll be able to stay in the lineup. Senators have already lost one outfielder this week. Ed Stroud. Been hit in the jaw with the pitch. And he got seven stitches. He's on the disabled list. Right card heading over for the Washington dugout. He's not in as much pain now as he was a moment ago. And in the meantime, the ground crew has come out, and they're going to fix out the mound. 
apparently Mel Stolomeyer had some objection to the mound, and they just spread some speedy drying substance around that mound. Might have been a little wet and a little cakey out there. So Rykot has gone into the dugout. We don't know whether he'll be coming back out or whether there'll be a pinch runner. We'll just have to wait and see. In the meantime, the ground crew is doing a job on the mound. When players resume, the Senators will have first and second, one out in the tie game at 1-1. And Bernie Allen will be the batter. Umpire Larry Knapp is directing the operations out on the mound. Mel Stolmeyer standing off the mound. Still nobody out of the Senators' dugout. And Rick Reichardt comes out, so he'll be staying in the ball game. Nellie Fox, the first base coach, and Reichardt right on the bag. And we're all set to go. Bernie Allen steps in. After two at Cleveland, the Red Sox two and the Indians nothing. Bernie Allen hit a home run in the ninth inning last night off Stan Bonson. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Outside for ball one. Allen batting 257, and the home run was his seventh. One ball, no strike. Stoudemire goes to the belt infield and double play depth. Here's the pitch. A little bit outside. Just missed the corner with the curveball. 2-0. Stottlemyre to this point doesn't appear to have that fast sinker going. Two balls and no strikes. Senators with a run in, first and second. One out. Mill goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Swing, line drive, base hit to right field. Frank Howard down to third base, up on the ball. Bleffrey Howard's going to try and score. Bleffrey's throw is up the line, and the runners move up to second and third. He threw it high and up the line, and the runners get an extra base, and the Senators lead it 2-1. to one. So the Senators lead it 2-1 to one here in the bottom of the first. A double, two singles, a hit batsman, and a long fly. Aurelio Rodriguez will be the batter. Reichardt on third, Bernie Allen on second. That's a single and RBI, and he went to second on the throw. Reichardt went to third on the throw. And an intentional walk for Aurelio Rodriguez coming up. There's ball one. That'll bring up Paul Casanova. Casanova's up to average 292. Ball two outside. Yankees, of course, hoping to set up the double play. And in the meantime, we'll have some activity out in the Yankee bullpen. Ron Klimkowski is up to throw. Of course, both managers will, will not hesitate to go to the bullpen today since it is the all-star break. And there's ball four. Base is loaded for the Senators. One out, and they'll bring up Paul Casanova. over with a batting average of 292. He has 18 RBIs, three homers, one triple, and 11 doubles. Yankees hoping for the double play to get them out of what could be a big inning. 
It's two to one, Washington. Bottom of the first. Bases loaded in one out. Stolomire looks over to third. The windup and the pitch. Outside, ball one. to Paul Canzanova. The windup and the pitch. Swing and a miss. One on one. Rich Reichert on third. Bernie Allen on second. Aurelio Rodriguez on first. One out. Senators leading two to one. Bottom half of the first inning. Stottlebyer has the sign from Munson. Count is one and one. Here's the windup and the pitch. Swinging a high pop-up, foul territory, but Cater has a good play on it. He's over, under it, and he makes the catch one-handed. So a foul pop-up as Casanova goes down. The big out for the Yankees. Two outs, it'll bring up the number eight hitter in the lineup, Dell Unser. Unser was the leadoff man last night. Dell has a batting average of 217, four homers, one triple, and no double. Stolomire, not yet on the rubber. Checks around at the outfield. Outfield play him, actually, as if he were a right-handed batter instead of a left-handed batter. Roy White almost over to the line in left field, and Bobby Mercer well over. Two outs. Here's the windup and the pitch. Unser takes strike one. No ball for one strike. Two to one, Washington. Bottom of the first. They've got the bases loaded, and now two outs. Mel Stolomar and the Yankees would be delighted to get out of here with just the two runs in this first inning. Here's the pitch. Strike two, it's called 0-2, and, and Mel has Unser right in the hole. No balls and two strikes. A double by Brinkman, moved to third on a fly ball by Lime. A single by Frank Howard, made it one. Reichardt was hit by a pitch. Bernie Allen single made it Two to one. The runners went to second and third on the throw. An intentional walk to Rodriguez. Pop out by Casanova. And Mel needs one more strike. Here's the windup. And the pitch. Low and outside, one and two. This crowd looks to be every bit as big as last night. 21,000. One ball, two strikes, and two out. The windup. And the pitch. Inside, and it's ball two. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The base is loaded. The Senators leading two to one in an exciting first inning. Rykot, Allen, and Rodriguez ready to go. Long delay here as Munson flashing the sign. Here's the windup. And the pitch. Unser swings. Line drive in the left field. Roy White coming on. He can't get it at the base hit. In the scores, Rykot. Here comes Allen. Here comes White's throw. It's up the line. He scores. The ball gets away from Munson and the runners hold at second and third. And the Senators lead it four to one.
the Senators lead 4-1 to one in the bottom of the first inning, and Ralph Howe coming out of the dugout. Munson out on the mound talking with Stottlebyer. Jim Hannon, the pitcher, is due up with two outs. Well, we said how the Yankees were playing him as if he were a right-handed batter. Roy White almost over to the left field line. But he laid that one right inside the line, a line drive. They definitely had a play at the plate with a good throw. However, the throw was out away from home plate. So the two runs scored. Ball got away just a little bit. And the runners go to second or third on the throw. There's no error. So the Senators have been picking up those extra bases here in the bottom of the first. Runners on second and third, two outs, and Jim Hannon steps in. Hannon has a batting average of 222. Only been up nine times. He has two hits. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. Out ahead of that one. No balls and one strike. Senators leading 4-1, bottom half of the first inning. Here's the pitch. Swing and a line drive hit the left right at Roy White. He's waiting. He makes the catch and the sides retires. For the Senators, four runs, four hits, no errors, two left at the end of one. Washington four and the Yankees one. Here's a great group called the Main Ingredient. They were discovered in the Schaefer Talent Hunt. Yankee baseball. Let's take a break for station identification. This is Harry Downey bringing the Upside Downey game your way weekdays 10 to 3 here on the Fresh Air Sound of Radio 81 WGY's Connected E. Kennedy Stadium to the top half of the second inning, and Thurman Munson will be leading it off. Four to one, Washington Laser. The Yankees getting a run in the top of the first, and the Senators coming back with four runs in the bottom half of the first inning. Munson with a batting average of 267, three homers, two triples, and 14 doubles. digs in against Jim Hannon. Right-handed delivers. Munson takes. Strike one is called with the curveball. No balls and one strike. Four to one Washington. Top half of the second inning. So after having pitchers duels for the first two ball games of this series, this one appears to be opening up. Hannon into the windup. The pitch to Thurman Munson. Check swing. A little ground ball hit out towards short. Rodriguez up quickly. Throw to first in time and there's one out. 
Rodriguez, the third baseman, cutting that one off, and he had to make the play. There was no way Brickman could get there to run, and lose one down. One out in Kurt Bluffrey. Bluffrey hitting the all-star break with an average of 197, four homers, and three doubles. The wind-up by Hannon and the pitch. Outside to Kurt Bleffrey, ball one. And joining us on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, right off the big bird, is Phil Rizzuto. Thank you, Bob. Pitch is high. Two balls and no strikes. You know, last as we night. we were flying in, uh, was at the old-timers game at Shea last night. Beautiful seeing the old, the old buddies again. But as I was flying in, I had a hunch not to come here. I saw all these bats. And I look and see the score four to one. I see the Senators are using their bats as well. They are, yeah. Swing and a miss by Bluffrey, and it's two balls and one strike. Yankees, of course, would love to win it, as will the Senators. Makes those three days a little bit more enjoyable if you could remember a win that last game. Right now, it's the Senators leading four to one. Jim Hannon on the mound with a count of two balls and one strike. Bluffrey the batter, one out, nobody on second inning. Here it comes. Here it goes, ground ball between first and second. Howard over to get it, flips to Hannon, they've got Bluffrey. Two out. And it'll bring up the Yankee shortstop, Gene Michael. Michael batting 227. Has eight doubles. One triple and two home runs. So Hannon having an easy second inning right now with two ground balls. First inning, the Yankees scored on a Clark double to Mercer single. The Senators batted around and scored four times. Hannon into the windup. Michael swings and fouls it at the plate, strike one. No balls at one strike. No balls and one strike. The count to Gene Michael. And the pitch. Outside, it's one and one. One ball, one strike. The Yankees will be taking on the Western Division. They'll be coming into the Yankee Stadium for their last appearance of the season. Beginning on Thursday with Oakland. Pitch is outside. Oakland has a doubleheader Thursday beginning at 1 o'clock. A night game Friday. And an afternoon game Saturday, and then the California Angels come in for two games that day next Sunday, and a night game on Monday. Here's the pitch. Outside and high, it's three and one. So Jim Hannon in the hole now to Gene Michael. Three balls and one strike. Mel Stolomeyer, next scheduled batter for the Yankees. He is not on deck. There's nobody on deck right now. Here's the pitch. High for ball four, so Gene Michael draws a walk on the three-and-one pitch. And we'll wait and see if Stolomeyer comes out of the Yankee dugout. Nobody warming up out in the bullpen. And Mel's coming up. Four-to-one Washington, top of the second. Stolomeyer hit a home run in Baltimore the last game he pitched. Mel's had 10 base hits and 47 at-bats. He's hitting 213. Red Sox and the Indians have played three, and it's still 2 to nothing Boston. 
Dallemeyer up there. Here's the pitch. He swings it. It's a high Baltimore chop to third. Rodriguez has it. The throw to first. Just in time and the slides retired. No runs, no hits, no errors that a man left at the end of an inning and a half here at Washington. The Senators four and the Yankees one. Friends, Romans, and Kelly men, lend me your ears. Now you can save up to 50% during Kelly's semi-annual sale. It's an event worth waiting for. Now you have the chance to save 20 to 50% during Kelly's semi-annual sale. This is not just a pick selection, but Kelly Clothes' complete summer lineup of famous brand suits, sport coats, and slacks. This is the time to highlight your summer wardrobe and save 20 to 50% during Kelly's semi-annual sale of their complete stock. Come to Kelly Clothes for outstanding savings on men's suits, sport coats, and slacks during their big semi-annual sale as I'm now. Use your Master Charge, AmeriCard, or Kelly Charge. Shop Kelly Clothes, 621 River Street in Troy. Summer hours, Monday and Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 5.30. Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Closed Saturdays. All right, the bottom half of the second inning. And Eddie Brinkman, the top of the order for the Senators. They batted around and scored four runs in the first inning. Eddie Brinkman led it off with a double. Stolomeyer on the mound. Mellis 1-8, lost 7. Right now he's trailing 4-1. to Got to try and keep the Senators close and hope the Yankees can come back off Jim Hanna. The wind-up and the pitch. Curve in there, strike one. That was a beautiful pitch. No balls and one strike. Curve caught the outside corner just above the knees, and it's 0-1-1 Eddie Brinkman. Brinkman into the wind-up and the pitch. Ground ball hitting all between third and short. Nice backhand by Michael. The long throw to first, up the line, and Kata makes a nice catch, but he's safe at first. The base hit for Eddie Brinkman. So Brinkman, with good speed, legs it out. And Kata made a fine stop, and that ball was headed for the Washington dugout. Lee May, the batter. May flat out to left field his first time up. The fifth hit for Washington, the stretch, and the pitch. Low ball one. And we're going to have some activity again out in the Yankee bullpen. Ron Klimkowski and Steve Hamilton warming up. This is a bit early for Hamilton, but Ralph Howe figures he can use all his relievers today. Earl Weaver didn't pick any relief pitches for the All-Star game. Another throw to first, no dice. One ball and no strikes. Senators four, Yankees one. Throw to first, no dice. The stretch and the pitch. May takes low and it's 2-0. Two, oh. two balls and no strikes. Senators four, Yankees one. Bottom of the second, nobody out. And Eddie Brinkman on at first.
Dollarmeyer has the sign, goes to the belt. Here's the pitch, swinging a high fly ball back on the outfield grass. R.F. Clark is back. He's under it. He's got it, and there's one out. One out, and a little electricity goes through this big crowd as Frank Howard steps in. got a base hit between third and short to drive in the first run for Washington. Tied up the game of the first inning. Did you ever see this bigger crowd outside of a presidential opener, Phil? Nope, not here at D.C. Stadium. With the lead is Eddie Brinkman. Stottlemyre's pitch. How it swings and misses strike one. And what a cut he took. No balls and one strike. Last night they had the biggest Saturday crowd in the history of Washington. Over 21,000. And today, this crowd is built up to what looks to be at least 25,000. No balls in one strike. The stretch, the pitch, inside, one-on-one. Senators leading four-to-one. They have Eddie Brinkman on first and one out. Lee May has made two out of the four Senator outs in this ballgame. The one-one stretch. And the pitch. Howard swings and fouls it out of play in the lower deck, first base side. That's one ball and two strikes. Don't forget, back day at Yankee Stadium next Sunday, a doubleheader with the California Angels. Last that day, 65,000 for a single game with the White Sox. The Angels, the number two team in the West, and a doubleheader plus back day. One ball, two strikes, and one out. The stretch by Stottlemyre. Here's the pitch. Howard takes just outside. It's two and two. Didn't miss by too much. Frank with 24 home runs. Two balls, two strikes, and one out. Howard tied for the American League lead in homers. Here's the pitch. Swing and a bouncer foul off home plate and right behind the plate. Count holes at two and two. Armand Killebrew and Frank Howard, they each have 24. Klimkowski and Hamilton still throwing out in the Yankee bullpen. Senators leading 4-1 to one bottom of the second. Stottlemyre goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Swing and a bounce of foul outside of third down the left field line. Ball ricocheting off the box seats and back out onto the field. Two balls, two strikes, and one out. Stolowire goes to the belt. Checks Brinkman. Here's the pitch. Howard takes low, and it's three and two. So the count is full on Frank Howard. Howard having a great year for the Senators. His average now over the 280 mark. We mentioned those 24 home runs. And he has eight doubles. Brinkman on at first with one out. Stottlemyre goes to the belt. Here goes Brinkman, the pitch inside for ball four. So big Frank Howard. Jogs on down the first base. That's the second walk Stottlemyre has given up. The first one was an intentional walk. 
Rick Reichardt was hit by a pitch on his left hand his left first time out. Reichardt with a brown bat. Batting average of 269, 12 home runs. Mel Stolomeyer goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul to the screen, strike one. No balls and one strike. The Senators lead it by a score of four to one. Bottom half of the second inning. Thurman Munson calls time and he goes out to the mound to speak with Mel Stolomeyer. Stolomeyer still being bothered a little bit by that mound. We mentioned they had the ground crew out there in the first inning. Mel every now and then will still fool around with it. No balls and one strike to count. Munson has his mask off out there on the mound, speaking with Stottlemyre. Reichardt now steps out of the batter's box. He has something in his eye. No balls at one strike. Reichardt puts his glasses back on, and we're ready to go. Four to one, Washington, second inning. Brinkman off second, Howard off first. The 0-1 pitch, Reichardt swings, and it's a high pop-up foul and out of play behind home plate. No balls and two strikes. Stottlemyre at the point now where he knows another base hit, and he could be out of the wall game. Yankee bullpen is ready. Klimkowski and Hamilton, they've had plenty of time to warm up. In fact, Hamilton isn't throwing the ball. He's just looking in. Next batter up is uh, left-handed batter Bernie Allen. No balls, two strikes. Here's the stretch. And the pitch. Reichardt takes outside with the curve ball. It's one and two. Mel has had a struggle all the way since Eddie Brinkman let off with the double. One and two the count. Stoudemire goes to the bell. The pitch. Reichardt swings and pops it out of play. Foul. First base side. Ball floating down in the lower deck. And a fine catch. By one of the fans. That went a high pop-up. Fan in the box seat made a nice catch. One ball and two strikes. Stottlemyre to the belt. Here's the pitch. Swing and a bounce to the third. It's picked up foul by Kenny. Had a double play. Just stepped on the bag up through the first, but it's a foul ball. So Reichardt comes back to try again. One ball and two strikes. Back to second goes Brinkman. Back to first, Frank Howard. Senators four, Yankees one in the bottom of the second. comes set at the bell. He delivers. A line drive on one hop. Pass Jerry Kenny in the left field for a base hit. Brinkman around third. Roy White up at the ball. Throws on in the third. Frank Howard holds it. Second hit. Five to one. And Ralph Houck is out of the dugout. And that'll probably be all for Mel Stottlemyre. Scored a base hit. Hard liner on one hop. Pass Jerry Kenny's glove. The 
Senators lead it by a score of 5-1. to one. As we mentioned, the left-handed batting, Bernie Allen is on deck. Still has been no signal to the bullpen. And now there's the signal, and Steve Hamilton will be coming in for the Yankees. So Mel Stolowire goes an inning and a third. He gives up five runs. Two runners are his responsibility. Six hits. He walked two, and he strikes out nobody. And Mel Stolowire now hits for the dugout. You know, Bob, uh, that was one of the uh, main topics of conversation at the old-timers game at Shea last night. Fellas like Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, uh, Casey Stengel saying, what's wrong with Stottlemyre? It's impossible for him uh, not to have, uh, you know, twice as good a record as he has now. Does he have a sore arm? And I said, well, he did have a sore arm in spring training and early in the year, but uh, he had not complained of it. And yet they said, well, he's the kind of guy that would not complain, but... From the times they've had a chance to watch Mel on TV, and you know how interested old-timers are, they watch their former teammates, they said his sinker didn't appear to be breaking as much, and Yogi Berra, who knows, I guess, as much about Stottlemyre as anybody, made the same remark. So it is a mystery, because uh, maybe with the rest now for the All-Star game, and Stottlemyre coming along with a second-half spurt, the Yankees could get right back in the thick of things. From the time I've seen him this year, the one night that he appeared to have it, really have it, was in Chicago. Remember that hot, steamy night? And he was the master uh, all the way. Uh, but he doesn't seem that fast, either. That's Bill. true. They haven't been typical Stottlemyre games. Well, we'll wait and see. We take a look at the other scores as uh, Steve Hamilton comes on. The first game between Bill, the Red Sox lead Cleveland 2 to nothing at the end of 3.5. It's Culp against Dunning. Minnesota California will be a later start. There's a big doubleheader between the league-leading Orioles and the second-place Tigers out in Detroit. And they will start later on. Chicago at Kansas City for a later start. In another doubleheader in the American League, Milwaukee at Oakland. So there'll be a lot of baseball being brought to you later on in the afternoon. In the National League, Montreal playing the Mets in New York. Montreal failed to score on the top of the first. The Mets batting. It's Renko against Sadecki. Philadelphia, Chicago. It'll be short against Holtzman. Cincinnati at Atlanta, Simpson against Nash, Pittsburgh at St. Louis, Blass against Torres, San Francisco at Houston, and L.A. at San Diego. Later on, we're ready to go. Once again, here's Bob. All right, Phil, it's 5-1 to one Washington. Steve Hamilton has to now try and keep it close. Bernie Allen, the batter. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul ball to the screen, strike one. Allen got a base hit and drove in a run in the first inning. The Senators got four in the first. They've scored one here in the second. They have runners on first and second and one out. Hamilton stretches. Here's the pitch. Swing and a bouncer out between first and second. Cater misses a clock up over to Michael for the force play. Cater tried to cut it off and just didn't get it, but Horace Clark was right behind him and made the force play at second base. Nice play by Horace. And it was a heads-up play by Horace because Horace actually was going to go to first base. But Steve Hamilton, you could see him kick the dirt. He had forgotten a break to first. And when Horace saw that Steve couldn't get there in time, he quickly wheeled and threw to Michael. So they did get one out. Two outs and Aurelio Rodriguez to batter. Runners on first and third. Rodriguez drew an intentional walk his first time up. Steve Hamilton has a record of four wins and three losses. An excellent earned run average, 2.12. And he's had three saves. And of course, he features that folly floater. Here's the stretch. 
And the pitch. Rodriguez hits the ground ball to third. Kenny has it. He's going to throw to second just in time to Horace Clark. Bernie Allen wasn't exactly steaming in the second base either. So the Yankees get the fourth play. Senators get a run on two hits, no errors, and two men left. At the end of two, it's Washington five and the Yankees one. Well, Danny Cato will uh, have his day on July 16th when the Yankees will give out colored picture postcards of Danny Cato. And that's the same day that Oakland is in for a big twin bill at Yankee Stadium. That's July 16th, and the Oakland A's, who are just about getting ready to move, and uh, there was a big rumor in New York last night really spreading around about uh, Billy Martin possibly being named manager of the uh, Oakland team, and that will keep uh, Mr. Finley's record intact of firing his manager in midseason just about every year. Of course, Billy denied it, and Joe DiMaggio was right there when I happened to mention it. Joe had that big grin on his face, but of course wouldn't say a word. And Billy said, I'll tell you one thing, you know how Martin is. He says, if he doesn't name me manager, he's crazy. <laughs> That's just what Martin said, but nobody would say yes or no, you know, no comment, but it's all over the news up there. So anyway, when we see Oakland at New York, it's quite possible that they might have a new manager, and it could be Billy the Kid Martin. Well, if they were going to name Billy, that would be the time to do it, right? Thursday in New York? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right here, I was just going to say, I don't know whether I would enjoy working for Mr. Finley or not. One thing, you'd have to have your bag packed <laughs> and be ready to check out at all times. Well, he gives a lot of people a chance to manage anyhow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Five to one, the score. The Senators lead it. The Yankees have come back a lot in this first half of the season, and they'll have to do it now. Horace Clark debated. Look where Rodriguez is. He's way off from the line at third. Here's the pitch. Horace takes high for ball one. Clark doubled to start the ball game. He doubled right inside first after just missing with a fly ball to left. Look at Rodriguez. He's got to be close to ten yards inside third. The pitch in there for the call strike, and it's one and one. Now, Horace has got to be tempted, Phil, here. No doubt about it. He can do it. Here's the windup and the pitch. Clark takes a curve inside, and it's 2-1. Hannon has allowed two hits, both in the first inning. Clark doubled. Went to third when Kenny grounded out, and Bobby Mercer singled him in. Here it comes. Here it goes. Line drive over short for a base hit in the left field for Horace Clark. Right caught up with the ball. Throws on in to Eddie Brinkman. Relays it to Bernie Allen, and Horace Clark is two for two with a base hit. All right, here's Jerry Kenny, who grounded out to shortstop his first time up. The Yankees would like to do something early off Hannon because they know that Darrell Knowles can be tough in the late innings. Hannon has started five games and has completed none. 4.11 earned run average at a record of three and three has been used mostly in relief. Swing and a miss. Strike one. I don't know whether he foul-tipped it or not, but Casanova did not get that ball right in the glove. No, what happened was as Kenny swung around with a bat, he hit Casanova. See him right on the mask. He was lucky. You know, the, the swing of the bat all the way around. Jerry lets go of it. And he might even check the bat. He hit the mask so hard. He's going in to change it, I believe. If he hits it on the forward swing, it's interference. Right. But he hit it on the back swing. Right. I tell you, Casanova was lucky. Who did we see get hit like that besides Jake Gibbs? Uh on our team. 
got hit right on the back of his head as he leaned forward. A swing, a batter swung around, knocked him down. And uh, Jay Gibbs uh, got hit on the hand, I believe, and had got himself a broken uh, thumb or hand was out for quite a while. All right, Kenny digs back in. Five to one, Washington. Jim Hannon brings it down. He delivers. In there for the call strike, it's 0-2. He's had <laughs> Kenny's number so far today. Phil, in the first time up, he got Kenny 0-2. Jerry walked all around the batter's box, walked out as he's doing right now, and then grounded out to shortstop. So he's been sneaking him in on Jerry. Sure, easy to see when uh, Jerry is sat not satisfied with the call. <laughs> 0-2, Horace Clark with a good lead. Here's the pitch. Swinging a hot shot. What is it? Foul! It's ruled foul past Frank Howard, and Kenny is pointing to where he thinks the ball went over the bag. John Wright waited, got out of the way, and then made the call, and that hurt the Yanks. Well, I want to tell you something. That was very, very close. A lot of times, as you say, Bob, when an umpire is trying to get out of the way of the ball, he loses sight of the ball for that fraction of a second, which is so important. Pretty hard to tell anyhow, I'll tell you. From what I've been able to uh, see, it's like six up a half a dozen down and wave one way or the other, but when you do it, make it emphatic. <laughs> oh, and two. Here's the pitch. Swing, a hot shot to second. Allen on one hop to Brinkman high. He's got it for one to throw the first double play. Oh, how important was that one now? Instead of second and third and nobody out there, two outs and nobody on. One in. Right now on Yankee Baseball, let's pause for station identification. This is Steve Fitz, your contact host. Call us weeknights from 8 to midnight here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. Two outs and Bobby Mercer's a batter. Here's the pitch. Swing and a pop-up out of play. Strike one. Kenny hit a line drive on the nose. Took one bounce. Allen threw to Brinkman way high and a little bit higher and the Yankees would have been in business. But Brinkman caught it, kept his foot on the bag and made the relay to first. Bouncer up the middle by Mercer. It's going through for a base hit to center field. And Bobby Mercer is two for two. So the Yankees have had two hits out of three batters here in the third inning. But they just have a man on and two out. Yankees have had four hits. Clark has had half of them and Mercer's had half of them. Here's Roy White. White flight out to center field his first time up. Roy is 0 for 1. His average is now dropped below 320. Still not a bad spot at the all-star break. Hannon stretches. And the pitch. Roy takes high for ball one. 5 to 1 Washington. Top of the third. stretches and the pitch white swings hits the line drive over short Brinkman grabs it goes back and he makes the catch nice play by Eddie Brinkman stayed with it all the way and it was not a solid line drive no runs two hits no errors and a man left after two and a half it's Washington five the Yankees one well Hartford Connecticut is deep in the middle of Yankee country and I mean New York Yankee country because we've had such a large response from our friends in the Hartford County area the Yankees have, in conjunction with the Highway Tire Centers, established convenient ticket reservation outlets in each of the three branches of Highway Tire Centers in the Hartford area. The easy-to-reach locations are as follows. 58 Maple Street in Wethersfield, 
898 Farmington Avenue in Farmington, and 214 Main Street in the middle of downtown Hartford. President Lynn Cutler of the Highway Tire Centers has promised the same outstanding service to Yankee ticket buyers as his regular customers. So why not make your ticket reservations right in the convenience of Hartford County by stopping by one of the three locations. Call Lynn on the phone at 563-2801 and stay tuned to Yankee Broadcast as we'll be announcing more ticket reservations outlets for all of our Connecticut fans. Senators leading 5-1. Steve Hamilton, who came on and got the last two outs in the second inning, taking his wall-off pitches out on the mound. He'll be facing the bottom half of the order, Kansas over Unser and Hannon. Senators with six hits, Yankees with four. But the Senators have the lead 5-1. Casanova popped out with the bases loaded in the first inning. Came in batting 292. third five to one Washington Casanova digging a hole up there at home plate now he steps out of the box after doing all that and he gets back in puts that right foot where he dug the hole right-handed batter Steve Hamilton in the windup left-handed delivers line drive to Kenny off his glove over toward short Kenny picks it up here's the throw to first out on one bounce oh what a play a line drive that hit Kenny in the heel of the glove, went over toward short. Kenny was like an orangutan. He wasn't going to let Michael get it. He just jumped on that ball, made a throw on one bounce, and Cater got it. Cater's unbelievable the way he can come up with those short hops, whether he backhands them or right in front of them. Still up to the batter. He bunts up in the air, bunts it under it, and he makes the catch. A high pop bunt is the only way you can describe that. Way up in the air, and there are two out. So we have seen two weird plays here in the bottom half of the third inning, and Steve Hamilton will take them because they're both out. And here's Jim Hannon. a wicked line drive his first time up that Roy White caught out in left field. It wasn't a great catch. He just stood in his tracks and came up with it. Swig and a miss. Strike one on the curveball. No balls in one strike. Hannon batting an even 200. Senators leading 5-1. to one. But Hamilton trying to mow him down here. Here's the windup. Steve throws, curve, swing and a miss, strike two. No balls and two strikes. Hamilton into the windup. And the pitch. Hannon takes the curve low when it's one and two. Five to one Washington here in the bottom of the third. Hamilton has pitched to four men and he's gotten them all done a great job for the Yankees in the first half of the season. Big Steve kicks, delivers. Curve inside and low and it's two and two. Two balls, two strikes and two out. Hey, 
Hanson into the windup. Here's the pitch. Ball three. Three and two to Hannon. So a full count on the opposing pitcher. Three balls, two strikes, and two outs. The Yankees in the top of the fourth will have Cater, Munson, and Bleffrey. Here's the windup. And the pitch inside for ball four. And how do you do? Two strikes on the pitcher and two outs, and you figure you're out of the inning, but four balls, and it'll bring up the always dangerous Eddie Brinkman. Brinkman is doubled and single. Doubles at the outfield and a single and infield hit. The Red Sox have opened it up on Cleveland. They lead four to nothing after five. Hannon's got his jacket on. The temperature in the 80s, but he's got it on nevertheless at first base. Steve Hamilton looking in now to get the sign. Big Steve stretches. Pitch to Brinkman. A little bit low for ball one, so Steve has missed on five in a row now. One ball and no strike. He's had fine control so far this year. Plate jumping around just a little bit on him right now. Working rapidly, he delivers. Line drive it over first. Slicing and goes foul. Foul ball, it's one and one. Hamilton has only walked 13 men in 34 and a third innings. Make that 14 with that walk to Jim Hannon. Struck out 29. One ball and one strike to count to Eddie Brinkman. Hannon with a leisurely leadoff first. The pitch, Brinkman takes low, it's two and one. Two balls and one strike, so he got the first two men on two pitches. Then Hannon walked three and two, and it's two and one on Eddie Brinkman. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul ball. That ball was breaking in on the hands. And it's two balls and two strikes. Steve Hamilton, 33 years old. He'll be 34 at the end of November. 6'7", 196 pounds. Player representative of the New York Yankees and of the American League. Here's the pitch. Swing and a little bouncer foul off the end of the bat. Nellie Fox over outside the first base coaching box picks it up. And what a ball player he was. He used to lead the league in hits just about every year. Two and two the count. Phil, you and Nellie used to have your fun together, I imagine, in those oh, ball yes. games. Yes, he was a little pepper pot. He was a kind of a miniature Eddie Stanky, I would say. <laughs> to do that was coming. Here's the pitch. Line drive hit the left. Roy White running, 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 and he makes the catch, sliding. Feet went out from under him, and he came up with the ball. The second time in this series Roy White has done that. He's been specializing in it. No runs, no hits, no errors, and a man left at the end of three. It's the Senators five and the Yankees one. A lot of interesting activity on the scoreboard today to tell you about it and take you through the next three, Phil Rizzuto. Hi, Bob Gamir. I'll tell you one thing about Bob. He really enjoyed his visits to the zoo down here. It's even shown in his broadcast. Got a big kick out of the giraffes down there, the orangutans. And they do have a beautiful zoo down here, really. They certainly do. It's about the best going. 
See any of Yogi's relatives while you were there? <laughs> oh, I was kidding, Yogi. We always called Yogi. Baby gorilla and things like that. He can take it. They're holding the bats aloft here at RFK Stadium. Bat day. The Yankees are going to have their second bat day. On July 19th, California will be in town. We take a look at the scoreboard. Red Sox leading Cleveland 4 to nothing and a 4.5. Culp against Dunning. Tony Canigliaro got his 17th of the year in the fifth with one arm. No other scores to report in the American League. All of the action later on in the National League at the end of an inning and a half. Montreal nothing in the Mets. Nothing. Renko against Sadecki. Cubs two. Phillies nothing and a one. Short against Holtzman. Cincinnati nothing. Atlanta nothing. Simpson against Nash. Pirates nothing and the Cardinals nothing at the end of one. Blast against Torres. San Francisco at Houston and L.A. at San Diego later on. And here... The Yankees are trailing 5-1 to one as we go into the top of the fourth inning. And it'll be Danny Cada, Thurman Munson, and Kurt Bleffrey to face Jim Hannon, who has allowed the Yankees just four base hits. Two in the first inning, two in the third, but a double play in the third inning. Got him out of a jam. Kept the Yankees from scoring. Danny Cada bounced hard to third base his first time up. They play Danny straight away. Pitch to Cater. Ground ball hit to Short. Brinkman. Short hops it. Fires in. Plenty of time. And Cater's out of there. One pitch. One out. And here's Thurman Munson. Thurman trying to check his swing in the second inning. Bounced out to third. Yankees. Started the game with a run in the first, but Washington bounced back with four in the bottom of the first and then one in the second. Right hand to hand and ready. On the outside corner with a breaking pitch, strike one. Kurt Bleffrey on deck. winds again. There's a pitch strike two and Munson didn't know whether to swing at that one or not. Started to held up and knew it was right down the middle. Looked like he was looking for another breaking pitch. 0 and 2. And the pounding of the bat starts again. The two strike pitch is high. One ball two strikes. And now Munson asked Larry Knapp the plate umpire to take a look at the ball. And Larry keeps it in play. And here, those bats pounding. And most of it in the upper deck. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Went after a breaking pitch. And that's the first strikeout of the ball game for Jim Hannon. It'll bring up Kurt Bluffrey. Bluffrey bounced to first base his first time up. Ball one. When you hit the 
down the back. You got me all wet. Two balls and no strikes. And now Bluffery has Knapp to look at the ball, and they're going to throw it out of play. A lot of room down the left field line for Kurt. Two out, nobody on, five to one. Washington leaves. The pitch, he takes it. It's in there. Strike call to Amon. On deck, Gene Michael. Mel Stottlemyre started for the Yankees. But only go an inning and a third before he was bombed out of there. There's a curve, low ball, three, three and one. Hannon winds. A little bit high, ball four, so Bluffrey gets the base on balls. The second walk given up by Hannon. And now Gene Michael, who drew a base on balls his first time up. Five to one. So right away with Michael coming up, the Yankee bullpen's going to get hot again because Hamilton is scheduled to be the next batter. And should uh, Michael get on, Ralph Hawk will go for the pinch hitter. This is the spot where he doesn't care how many pitches he uses or who he uses with three big days coming up that are off because of the all-star break, a foul back. He can work everybody, and they got three days to relax. With the exception of Stottlemyre and Peterson, who have been picked to represent the Yankees in the All-Star game, along with Roy White. On deck is Pete Ward now, swinging a couple of bats. Should Michael get on? Bluffrey leads away. The pitch bounces to second base right at Bernie Allen. Gets the big hop, easy toss to first in time. For the Yankees, no runs, no hits, no errors. A man left. And now at the end of a three and a half, it's Washington five, the Yankees one. Well, as Phil told you, the Yankees will be taking a little rest for the next few days, with the exception of Roy White, Mel Stottlemyre, and Fritz Peterson, who will be going to the All-Star Game in Cincinnati. They'll be back in business Thursday afternoon at Yankee Stadium with a doubleheader against the Oakland Athletics. You know, we had a doubleheader, midweek doubleheader in the afternoon earlier this year. Had a big crowd out at the stadium. So we're going to have it again. This one Thursday afternoon. First action after the All-Star break with the Oakland Athletics in. They'll be in for the last time this year. They'll be followed by the California Angels who will be in for Sunday and Monday. And then the Milwaukee Brewers. So a lot of action at the stadium, whether you like it in the daytime or at night. You can have your choice on the Yankees' next homestand. speculating uh, over on television Stottlemyre had to come out in the second inning. I can never recall Mel coming out that early in a ball game before. No, I can't either and it's just a strange thing that seems to get stranger each time he goes out there to pitch. And Mel will be going to the All-Star game but uh, he doesn't have to pitch the three days off. He can really use. Right now Lee May has flied to left and popped to second. In the bottom of the fourth, Washington leading five to one. Steve Hamilton is curved, bounced to first base, big hop to K to one hands. It steps on the bag and it's one out. And now the big fella, Frank Howard, single to left to drive in a run in the first inning and scored. Walked in the second. 
Frank Howard now with 66 runs batted in. about that day right away you think of Frank Howard the way he can handle that bat Hamilton's pitch to Howard curve in their strike ball in New York Frank Howard was at bat and Steve Hamilton was pitching and uh, Steve gave him the folly floater and uh, Frank Howard got himself a base hit he fouled the first folly floater deep in the left field seats and then on the next one, he grounded a base hit between third and short. Right now, a 1-1 count. Pitch by Steve, a curve outside, 2-1. Would be a big thrill for this crowd, but of course the Yankees are trailing 5-1 right now. They're still very much in this ballgame. Curve foul back out of play on the screen. Two balls, two strikes. Deck Rick Riker. Steve gets the sign from Thurman Munson. There's the folly. No, that was the hesitation homer as Frank Messer calls it. Denny up with it and fires him out at first base. And I don't believe Frank Howard has seen that one yet, Frank. I don't think so either. He crossed me up on it. He gave the delayed step, then zipped it in. He uh, uses the same footwork with both pitches. Uh-huh. And on the hesitation hummer, he uh, gives it a very slow motion, stops completely, and then fires it as hard as he can. Here's the floater, Phil. <laughs> Riker dropped the bat. He dropped the bat on the ground. He wanted to take a bite out of that baseball. It was a little high ball one, and now the crowd is starting to react. At Yankee Stadium, the Yankee fans know just about when it might be coming. As a foul, back and out of play, and it's one-on-one. So we might see it again, just might. It's two outs, and nobody on. A 1-1 count on Reichert. Senators leading 5-1. Now the crowd is buzzing. They would love to see it again. We'll see if Hamilton will give it. He winds. Nope. Foul off the mat. Uh, Larry Knapp drove him back about four or five feet. It's one ball, two strikes. A lot of hitters will not swing like Tony Canigliaro until he has two strikes on him. Then he's got to protect the plate on the folly floater. Hamilton, well, here it is. <laughs> here it is. Riker runs up, lines it, base hit the center field. And I want to tell you, he ran so far up, he might have been out of the batter's box when he hit that. And listen to the crowd. They eat it up. It looked like Tony Horton ran up about two steps out of the batter's box when he got a base hit on him. Yep. All right, here is Bernie Allen now. Throw to first base, and Riker is back. Hamilton cannot throw this pitch with a runner on. The umpires claim they will call a balk immediately with that hesitation step. Sidearm curve is low, ball one. Allen has singled a drive and a run and scored a run and bounced to second base. Hamilton appealed to the league office to make an illegal pitch with uh, runners on. At first they said they would, then they uh, said no, they couldn't. All right. Swing and a miss at a curve. One and one. So Rick Raggett now is two for two 
And he was also hit with a pitch ball. And for a while, it looked like he wouldn't be able to continue in the first inning when he was hit. There goes the runner. Munson's throw is there. Oh, what a throw. And he was off balance and threw a strike to Gene Michael. Two to six. No runs, a base hit, no errors. Nobody left. And at the end of four full innings, it's Washington five, the Yankees one. Well, Wolf's the leading sporting goods dealer for the Poughkeepsie area is now your flagship for Yankee tickets in the Hudson Valley area. Bob Foster will be more than happy to help you make your ticket reservations for each and every Yankee game from the convenience of Wolf's located at 387 Mill Street in Clinton Square in downtown Poughkeepsie. You'll be receiving the same quality of service that you've come to expect from Wolf's when you order your Yankee tickets. Now, Wolf's is open Tuesday through Saturday from 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. And don't forget Thursday late shopping night. Wolf's stays open until 9. So when you're in downtown Poughkeepsie, make your Yankee ticket reservations for every exciting game from now until the end of the season. Or if you want, you can call Wolf's at 471-3720. Jim Lytle will bat for Steve Hamilton. And the activity in the Yankee bullpen, Ron Klimkowski. So Klimkowski will be coming on to pitch with Lytle up there to bat for Hamilton. All right, Jimmy Lytle will be coming on. And Lytle has only been a bat twice officially without a base hit. He has scored one run. He has walked twice, struck out once. All right, so Jimmy Lytle, who had an exceptionally fine spring for the Yankees. What a job he did hitting and playing the outfield. Left-hand hitter, Hannon's pitch, lined up, base hit the right field, and Jimmy Lytle, boy, he waited on that first pitch and drilled a single to right. And I tell you something, after the All-Star break, we might see some changes for the Yankees. We might stop playing some of these young ball players. Jimmy Lytle got a curve ball right around the letters and drilled a single to right field his first hit of the year. And now, Horace Clark, double to right and single to left center. Howard holds the bag against Jimmy Lytle. Hannon's pitch on the inside corner strike call. In St. Louis, Steve Blast, the pitch break pitcher, was hit on the right arm just below the elbow. He was examined by Doc London, the cardinal physician, was sent to the Jewish hospital for further examination. There's a pop-up that Eddie Brinkman, the shortstop, is under right and back a second and makes the play one out. Those pitchers are very, very close, as we've told you, to the hitters. Just 60 feet, 6 inches when they start, and when they follow through, only about 55 feet. Here's Jerry Kenny. Jerry hit to the box and bounced into a double play. 5-1, to one, Washington leading. Lytle leads. Kenny takes the curve over strike one called. Jerry and Larry Knapp have not seen eye-to-eye on any pitches today, and this is the third time that Kenny's been up that he stepped out of the batter's box, kind of lifts his head up to the heavens, 
Doesn't speak very loudly because he's still in the game. At least Knapp hasn't heard him. Quick throw to first base, but Lytle is back. Detroit breaks on top of Baltimore, one to nothing at the end of one on a home run by Mickey Stanley. That's good news. Kenny bounces one off the plate, and Frank Howard grabs it one-handed and just beats Kenny to the bag. Had that ball hung up there a fraction of a second longer, Jerry would have beat it out. He bounced one off home plate high in the air. Lytle moves to second base, and with two out, here's Bobby Mercer, who's two for two today. Single right to drive and a run in the first, single to center in the third. Bobby broke out of his long dry spell last night. Got himself a base hit, and here he's two for two. So put Bobby in a better frame of mind for the long second half drive for the Yankees after the All-Star break. Mercer asked for time. And he wants the umpire at second base, Marty Springstead, to move over a bit. He does now. 5-1, Washington leads. Top of the fifth. Lytle leads off second. A pitch to Mercer. Bouncing ball. Howard has it at first base. Races to the bag. Mercer is out of there. Oh, the Yankee threat goes by the boards. No runs are hit. No errors a man left. And at the end of four and a half, it's Washington five and the Yankees one. The Arco Circle. It's on the north slope of Alaska, 200 miles north of the Arctic Circle. Finding oil there is hard. Getting it out of the ground is almost impossible. The men of Atlantic Richfield do the impossible. They work 12 hours a day in 45 degree below zero temperatures. They go through $10 worth of gloves a week and a $30 pair of boots a month. They work in the dark most of the year. And they work hard. Why do they come here to drill for oil? Well, the pay is good. The food's good. And besides, nobody ever did it before. Atlantic Richfield went all the way to Alaska to provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. Ron Klimkowski comes on to pitch for the Yankees. He is just now going to the pitcher's mound after the ride in from the Yankee bullpen. Give us time to tell you that Bill Freehand has homered for Detroit off Dave McNally in the second inning with nobody on, and now Detroit leads Baltimore at least two to nothing, and the Tigers are still batting in the second. Well, Bill Rizzuto was at the New York Mets old-timers game last night, and you got another one coming up on August 8th at Yankee Stadium, Phil, the Yankees old-timers day. Oh, boy, that's always... That's the Yankees were the ones who really started Old Timers Day, and I don't blame the other clubs for catching on quickly because it's a wonderful day. I mean, not only do you fill the ballpark, but the nostalgia. Oh, bringing back some of these greats. You know, some of the old timers are a little embarrassed because when they come into the park and they're introduced to uh, some of the young kids playing now in the big leagues, kids say uh, Travis who, like Travis Jackson, they never heard of him. Larry who, Larry French. Bob who? Bob Stenner? These old-timers are kids just don't realize. And as a matter of fact, some of them weren't born when they were playing. And as the steamboat comes around the bend, we pause for station identification. 
This is Shannon in the morning, coming your way Monday through Saturday, 5.30 to 10, here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. Ron Klimkowski with a record of 1-3 and three and an earned run average of 3.18. Takes over on the mound for the Yankees, and here's Bill. All right, and Bernie Allen takes the first pitch high ball one. Allen is singled and bounced to second base. He was at bat when Rick Reichert was thrown out trying to steal to end the bottom of the fourth. Klimkowski's next pitch is high ball two, two and up. Steve Hamilton went two and two-thirds innings, gave up one hit, walked one, was not scored upon. All right, another fine job by Big Ham. Klimkowski's 2-0 pitch is in there. Strike call, two and one. Sun shining brightly here in the nation's capital. High fly to right field. Bluffery is right there, though, pounding the glove and makes the catch. One away. That brings up Rodriguez, who was walked intentionally his first time up and bounced the third base in the second inning. Aurelio Rodriguez. Deck ball, Casanova. Limkowski's pitch is a little bit low, ball one. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. And the Senators lead it 5-1. All the scoring done in the first two innings. Swing and a miss at a sidearm curve, one and one. Sotomayor was charged with all five runs as he went just an inning and a third. The 1-1 pitch. Check swing ground ball is going to be a tough play. Kenny will have to hurry his throw in time. And Jerry made a tough play look very, very easy. That was a fine play. Not only did he have to charge real quickly, but he got the ball on a short hop. Two out. Paul Casanova, he popped a first in the first inning, and then he hit a shot in the third inning, almost knocked Jerry Kenny down as it bounced off Jerry's glove towards shortstop. Kenny was on it like a flash and threw to first, and Kata made a great pickup, and they both robbed Casanova of a base set. The first pitch is in there, strike call. Passing over, right-hand batter, right down the end of the bat. Kankowski's slow curve hit deep to left field. And White going back, and it's out of here, a home run on a change-up curveball. And I want to tell you, Casanova had already taken his step, and all he could do was hit it black-footed. He had to supply all the power, and he did. And when you throw a change-up curve, you do not want to get it up in a hitter's eyes is what Kankowski did. Casanova really surprised me with the power he put on that one, hitting his flat foot. His fourth home run of the year. And it puts the Senators out in front, 6-1. to one. Now to bring up Dillon's a single to left in the first. To drive in two runs and trying to beat out a bunt, fouled out to Munson. High ball one.
Kowalski's fastball is in there. Strike called. One of them. The one-one pitch. Bouncer hit the second base clock comes in, gets the nice hop, throws to first in time. But the Senators pick up the big run on the home of Icasanova. Nobody left. And at the end of five full innings now, it's Washington six, the Yankees one. You ever notice that the people at Atlantic never refer to gas stations? Not that there's anything wrong with the term, but Atlantic people prefer to talk about their service stations. If you think about it, modern Atlantic stations are among the last places you still can find old-fashioned service. And that's important because there's so much more to driving than just gasoline. While you're filling up, they'll really mother in you. They'll clean your windshield, check your oil, your battery, and your radiator. And if you need them, they'll replace taillights, tires, plugs, or air filters with parts you can trust. But most important is the way this service is offered speedily and courteously. So that's why they always say that Atlantic has service stations, not gas stations. Well, the next time you'll see the Yankees will be Thursday afternoon, July 16th, in a doubleheader at 1 o'clock against the Oakland Athletics. That Oakland series, the doubleheader on Thursday, then a night game Friday the 17th, and an afternoon game next Saturday the 18th. Then the California Angels start a series with a doubleheader next Sunday, which will be bat day number two, a night game Monday, a week from tomorrow, and then the Milwaukee Brewers come in for a night game and a day game. So whether you like your baseball at night or in the afternoon, you have your choice during the Yankees' next home stand, just about equally divided between day and night action. And speaking of action, Roy White will try to start some right now for the Yankees, and here's Phil. All right, Frank. Resender and Brown are loosening up in the uh, Senator bullpen as Roy White takes a ball. Roy flied to center and hit a little looping fly ball in shallow left center that shortstop made a good play on. There's a fastball, fair ball over the bag. That'll be extra bases down in the right field corner. And Roy White is in the second base with a stand-up double. Had the score been a little closer, Roy, I'm sure, would have been able to make third. But trailing by five runs here in the top of the sixth, he stopped. And that's one of the best balls that Roy has hit in quite some time as he bounced one right over the bag. Almost like the one Jerry Kenny had hit a little earlier. But this one, John Rice called fair. And so Roy White picks up his 23rd double of the year and his 105th base hit. And it brings up Danny Cates. Bounced to third and bounced to short. Six to one. Washington leads in the top of the sixth. Thurman Munson on deck. Hannon's pitch popped up in the right field. Almost in his tracks is Lee May. Moves in now, makes the catch. White tags, he's going, here's the throw. And he, what a decoy, Aurelio Rodriguez put on. He gave him the dummy play, kept his hands down at his side, and the throw was right there. White didn't slide. 
but he did beat the throw. Good play. We've seen G. Michael uh, pull that play many times and get a runner who will relax when he sees that the infield is not ready to catch the ball. Suddenly he reaches out and grabs it, and you're very embarrassed when you haven't slid. All right, it's one out. White is at third, and now Thurman Munson, who bounced to third and struck out. Mike Kekich now gets up in the Yankee bullpen. As Hannon winds, his pitch is a curve low ball one. Jack Aker getting up now in the Yankee bullpen also. Curve is low ball two. We told you the uh, old Yankee team, with the exception of Roy White, Mel Stottlemyre, and Fritz Peterson, will get three days off for the All Star break. The 2-0 delivery. Low ball three. 3-0. Three oh. A lot of the ball players will be doing things, but what I meant was that they will not have to work out. They can rest from playing ball. The 3-0 oh delivery. Takes it right in there. 3-1. Steve Hamilton was saying uh, he and his wife and the kids are going up in the Catskills, but... Uh, Surely his wife will have to take her catcher's medal along because Steve said he can't go three days without throwing and surely warms him up. No kid. Oh, yeah. Pitch outside, ball four. I don't know whether I'd want anybody to know about that. My wife can catch me and hold me. <laughs> Means you're not throwing very hard. Steve used to uh, do that during the winter when he had he nobody to, uh, to uh, play catch with. Yeah. He, bought, he bought Shirley a catcher's yeah. mitt and uh, she learned how to use it. Well, I remember the Monty Stratton story. Uh, I believe, yes, Jimmy Stewart played Monty yes. Stratton, and June Allison played his wife, and she used to catch him. She did a pretty good job. All right, Kurt Bluffrey now stepping in with Yankee runners at first and third, one out, and Washington leading six to one. Pitch to Bluffrey, popped up. The shortstop Brinkman is there. The umpire will call. He's out. Thought to say he'd call the infield fly rule, but the runners are at first and third. So Bluffrey, trying to go for the downs, pops out to Brinkman in shallow center, two out. And now Gene Michael, who has walked and bounced to second. Two men out, so should Michael get on, we will have another pinch hitter. Thurman Munson at first, Roy White at third. Yankees had a chance to pick up at least one there with a long fly or a ground ball, but couldn't do it. Michael takes a strike. Penkowski is on the on-deck circle, but he will not bat if Michael gets on. One strike on Gene. Stretch by Hannon. Pitch is low this time, one a month. 
Gene Michael straight away, and Reichert plays him uh, fairly shallow in left field, moves in a couple more steps now, and Michael goes that way with a pop-up, but the shortstop Brinkman is over there, and makes the catch in fair territory in shallow left field. So the Yankees, no runs to hit, no errors, two men left, and at the end of five and a half, it's Washington six, and the Yankees one. That's Carl Hall. He's another Schaefer talent hunt winner with some smooth sounds about Schaefer beer. So Klimkowski will stay in for another inning and then be taken out for a pinch hitter and the top of the seventh. He'll be the first batter next inning. Right now he'll be pitching to the opposing pitcher Jim Hannon who is lying to left and walk. Six to one. The Senators lead. The Senators have eight hits, six runs. The Yankees six hits and one run. Washington bunch four of their hits in the first inning along with a hit batsman, an intentional walk, and an error to pick up four runs. All right, Jim Hannon ready. Kankowski gets the sign. Swing and a missed strike one. Lemkowski's pitch is low. One and one. One ball, one strike. The windup and the pitch on the outside corner, a ball and two strikes. Hannon steps out of the batter's box. On deck, Eddie Brinkman. Klimkowski wine. Curve swing and a missed strike three. So Klimkowski picks up his first strikeout of the game. And it's the first strikeout against the Senators in this ballgame. And here's Brinkman, who doubled a left center, scored in the first, singled a deep short, and scored in the second, and then was robbed of a base hit on a fine diving sliding play by Roy White in the third. Brinkman enjoying his second successive fine year for the Senators since Ted Williams became manager. He is well over 280 right now with two for three today. Takes a strike. Next pitch, checks his swing. Whoop! Larry Knapp 
put his hand up and scratched his eye, and it's one and one. Boy, that was quick reflexes. He started to go up with the right hand, and suddenly reached in his mask and rubbed his eye, and everybody looking at him. A one-one pitch, a curve inside, two and one. Lee May on deck. Six to one, Washington leads in the bottom of the sixth. Kowski's pitch bounced off the plate. This is going to be a tough one. And he picks it up, throws. Safe at first. Oh, man. Johnny Wright that time didn't know whether to bring the hand up, and he ended up on one foot. Looked like a bird dog pointing that time. But he called him safe. Lemkowski was ready to pick it up. He heard Kenny yell and stopped. Jerry had to pick it up barehanded and throw just behind Klemkowski, and Brinkman has his third hit of the day. Now Lee May, flying to left, popped to second, bounced to first. Brinkman leads away with one out, the stretch, and the pitch low, ball one. Quick throw to first, but Brinkman is back. The stretch. And the pitch hit hard, but foul outside of first, rolling down the right field line. That ball was hit. And he didn't have a chance to go after it, but it was foul. One and one the count. Left hand hitting Lee May. And on his shoulder, Klimkowski's pitch fouled and going out of play over the Yankee dugout back into the crowd. One ball, two strikes. Centered his lead, 6-1, bottom of the sixth. Throw to first, and Brinkman is back. By the way, Eddie Brinkman now with 101 base hits on the year. And then this game with 98. Fly to deep right center. Won't be far enough to be over there. Mercer calling for it. Bobby under it and makes the catch. Fires it in, and Brinkman, who was all the way down to second, comes back to first. So it's two up. And now big Frank Howard. Singled in a run in the first inning, scored in the first. Walked in the second and bounced the third in the fourth. Brinkman at first, two out now. Six to one, Senators out front. The pitch to Howard, strike one ball. Four home runs and 66 runs batted in for the big man. 
two out. Brinkman a short lead at first. Pitch a little bit high. One and one. Real good crowd here today. And as a result, in the upper deck in center field and left center, you can't see the seats that are painted white where Frank Howard has hit some of his tremendous home runs. Soft toss to first. Brinkman is back. pitch popped up Thurman Munson calling for it now Kenny calling for it they collide both fall down and Munson holds on to the ball they were both yelling but with the crowd yelling they couldn't hear each other and they collided and both went down to the ground but Munson held on to the ball no runs a hit no errors a man left at the end of six it's Washington six the Yankees one and now Frank with all the scores and to carry you the rest of the way Bill, here we go. At the end of seven and a half in the first game of a doubleheader at Cleveland, it is Boston six, Cleveland two. Tony Canigliaro has homered for Boston his 17th. Duke Sims number 13 and uh, Tony Horton number 11 for Cleveland. Colt pitching for Boston all the way. Higgins now out in the eighth inning for Cleveland. Detroit uh, two, Baltimore nothing in the second inning on home runs by Mickey Stanley and Bill Freehan. The Tigers are still batting. It's McNally against Mullich. That's the first of a doubleheader. Chicago two, Kansas City nothing at the end of two and a half. Tommy John against Dick Drago. Milwaukee at Oakland a later start. The New York Mets one, Montreal nothing, end of five. Ranko against Sadecki. Cubs two, Phillies nothing at the end of one and a half. Short against Bolsman. Atlanta three, Cincinnati two at the end of three and a half. Wayne Simpson for Cincinnati and Jim Nash for Atlanta. At the end of three, St. Louis two, Pittsburgh one. Last started for Pittsburgh, had to leave when he was hit on the arm. Orlando Peña came out in relief. Torres and Carlton in the third for St. Louis. Cardinals leading two to one. San Francisco nothing. Houston batting in the first. Gaylord Perry pitching for San Francisco. Griffin for Houston. And Los Angeles at San Diego will be a later start. So that brings you up to date on the other games. In this ball game, through six innings, the Senators show six runs, nine hits, no errors. The Yankees one run, six hits, and no errors. And Pete Ward now will bat for Ron Klimkowski. Pete Ward is hitting 184. As a pinch hitter, he has been up 26 times with four base hits. Strike is called to him, fastball knee high. Senators leading 6-1. Hannon kicks and deals. Ward sends a bouncer down the first baseline. Frank Howard is up with it. Flips to Hannon covering in time. And Ward is out. Howard to Hannon. One away on the top of the order. Horace Clark has doubled and singled and popped up to the shortstop. Two for three. He has scored the Yankees' only run. Let off the first inning with a double to right field. And went to third base as Kenny grounded out and scored on Mercer's single to right. Jerry Kenny moves out on deck. The windup by Hannon, the pitch. Low and inside to Clark. Ball one.
Jack Aker and Mike Kekich are throwing in the Yankee bullpen. The next pitch here, high. Two balls, no strikes to Horace Clark. Ted Williams keeps a little action going in his bullpen. Left-hander George Brunette and right-hander Joe Coleman. Clark takes and a strike is called. It's two and one. Bat day here in Washington. A lot of youngsters on hand. Bat day next Sunday in New York at Yankee Stadium. Two-one pitch. Clark sends a ground ball right side. Bernie Allen to his left. Gloves it. Throws to Howard. In time in a close play. And Clark is out. Clark was digging hard. Bernie Allen had to go well over to his left. Fielded the ball back at the edge of the grass. And threw to Howard just in time. Two down and Jerry Kenny moves in. Kenny has grounded out three times. To the shortstop, to the second baseman, and to the first baseman. When he grounded to the second baseman, Allen, it was a double play. The pitch to him. He hits ground ball up the middle, and Allen cannot get it. It's a base hit. Bernie Allen went well to his right that time, but could not come up with a ground ball. So Kenny has the Yankees' seventh hit of the ball game. Yankees have had uh, base runners in every inning, at least one base runner in every inning. Batter will be Bobby Mercer, two for three. He is single to right and single to center. Howard not holding on Kenny at first base, and the pitch to Mercer. Foul back, it will be out of play. Well, Detroit came up with four runs in the bottom half of the second inning, and the Tigers lead the Orioles 4-0. In a battle of left-handers, Mickey Lolich and Dave McNally. Stretched by Hannon, the pitch. Mercer takes Hyatt outside. A ball and a strike to Bobby Mercer. Roy White is on deck. Jerry Kenny at first with one out. The pitch. High again, ball two. Well, Joe Coleman is no longer throwing in the Senators' bullpen. They get another right-hander up. And it is Casey Cox. Pitches high and away for Mercer Ball 3, 3 and 1. So Casey Cox throwing along with the left-hander George Brunette. Both Aker and Kekich have completed their warm-up activity in the Yankee bullpen. Right now, the stretch by Hannon. The look to first for Kenny. The pitch to Mercer. Strike call. The count is full. Three and two. So with two outs. And a three and two count on Mercer. Kenny will be going. Hannon looks down to Casanova. There goes Kenny. Here's the pitch. High fly ball out into right field. Lee May started back, now comes in a couple of steps. He's under it, makes the catch, and the side is retired. For the Yankees in the seventh, no runs, a base hit. There were no errors, and a man is left on. At the end of six and a half innings of play, the score is Washington 6 and New York 1. July 18th. Dear Gabby. 
My love life has, to say the least, fallen off lately. Homer would rather watch baseball than look at me. I've tried everything to get his attention. I even slide into the living room, but I still strike out. Oh, Gabby, what should I do? Sign. Can't get to first base. Dear base, here's the pitch. First of all, stop that silly sliding. Then try slipping some standard baseball phrases into your conversation, like chuck it in there, baby, and going, going, gone. And buy Homer some Utica Club beer. It's the only beer made with love. And you don't have to be an expert to know the best way to get a man to fall out of love with baseball is to get him to fall for Utica Club. If that doesn't work, wait for the football season and try a forward pass. New pitcher for the Yankees in the bottom half of the seventh inning. First it was Mel Stottlemyre, then Steve Hamilton, Ron Klumkowski, and now Jack Aker. It's 6-1 to one, Washington leading, and Aker comes on for his 25th appearance. He has a record of 2-1. and one. He has saved 12. The current run average is 2.75. He has pitched 42 in the third innings. He's given up 37 hits, 13 walks, and 20 strikeouts. So Jack Aker comes on the pitch as we get set for the bottom half of the seventh inning. Right now in Yankee baseball, let's take a break for station identification. This is your guy, High Agents. Join me for your kind of music weekdays, 3 to 7, here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. All right, here we are with Aker. Lemkowski went two innings, gave up one run on the homer to Casanova. Two base hits and struck out one. He did not walk anybody. The other five Washington runs charged to the Yankee starter Mel Stottlemyre, who lasted only one and a third innings. Rick Reichardt hit by the pitch and two singles, so he's two for two. He's batted in a run and scored a run. Right-hand hitter. Jack Aker bends down, has the sign for Munson, the wind-up in the pitch. Foul back, strike one. Yankees won one of three games over in Baltimore, and Aker got the last out before the rains came, and he was credited with a save, his 12th of the year. Here's the pitch, and it is fouled back again, strike two. No balls, two strikes on Rick Reichardt. Over 13,000 bats were distributed here at the Robert F. Kennedy Stadium today. We don't have the attendance count as yet, however. 0-2 pitch. Changeup is fouled back. Aker pulled the string on a breaking pitch. Had Reichardt way out in front of him. Bernie Allen is on deck. Aker has the sign. Kicks and delivers. Sidearm curve that is swung on and missed strike three. So Aker strikes out the first man he faces. That is the second strikeout by Yankee pitching today. The batter will be Bernie Allen. He's one for three. Allen knocked in a run in the first inning when the Senators scored four. And the pitch to him right across with a fastball strike one.
More bullpen activity for the Yankees to wind up the pitch here. It's solidly to right field base set. Bernie Allen comes up with his second hit of the ball game, and that is number 10 for Washington. And Tim Cullen will run for Bernie Allen at first base. Cullen running for Allen undoubtedly will stay in the game to play second. Leo Rodriguez, the third baseman, 0 for 2. Drew an intentional walk in the first inning. Since then, he has grounded out twice to third baseman Jerry Kennedy. Paul Casanova on deck. Mike Kekich throwing in the Yankee bullpen. Fritz Peterson was up to throw, but now he's back down. Strike one is called. Bell high on, on the inside corner to Leo Rodriguez. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Joe Coleman was up again in the Washington bullpen along with George Brunette. They're playing musical chairs out there. No balls, two strikes, one out, one on. Cater holding the corner on Cullen at first base. The set by Aker, and here's the pitch. Loops foul outside of first. Cater gives it a run, but has no play as the ball goes one row deep in the stands. Washington out in front, 6-1. to one. Here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Aker is ready to work. 0-2 pitch. Slow pitch inside. Aker again pulled the string and missed inside on Rodriguez. Senators have had the Indian sign on the Yankees this year. And strike three is called to Leo Rodriguez. Aker grazed the inside corner with that one and gets his second strike out of the inning. Senators have uh, won seven and lost five to New York. Seven wins against New York, the most for the Senators against uh, any club in the league. Paul Casanova, the batter, he's one for three. His one hit was a home run in the fifth inning off Klimkowski. He fouls the first one back, strike one. Cullen, the pitch is popped up foul outside of first. Cater is after it, should have a play, and one hands it near the dugout to retire the side. No runs, a base hit. There were no errors, and a man is left. So now at the end of seven full innings of play, the score is Washington six and New York one. Very little is known about drilling for oil in the Arctic. When Atlantic Richfield discovered oil on Alaska's North Slope, the place we call the Arco Circle, we found out just how little. 
we found out about 45 degree below zero temperatures and 70 mile an hour winds. We found out about frozen ground 1,500 feet thick. We found out steel drills can shatter like glass. We found out roads have to be eight feet thick. We found out it takes 60 plane loads to set up one rig. We found out it takes seven times longer to drill and costs $20,000 a day. But we found the first major oil field on American soil in 40 years. At Atlantic Richfield, we went all the way to Alaska so we can provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. gone into play second base for the Washington Senators, and Jim Hanna keeps right on going on the mound, looking for his first complete game of the season. Right-hander from Jersey City, New Jersey, has nailed the Yankees so far. Although they've had seven hits, they've only been able to get one run. But the Senators have had the gloves popping in the bullpen all afternoon. Let's see what happens in the top half of the eighth inning. Roy White will lead it off. He had a double to right field his last time up. White is one for three. Fly to center, lined out to the shortstop Eddie Brinkman, and then double to right. Final score from Cleveland. Boston has defeated the Cleveland Indians six to two. Ray Culp gets the win, and Steve Dunning is the loser. Dunning won his uh, first major league start, and since then he has lost his next four decisions. He's one and four. First pitch to Roy White. Foul back on the third base side. Strike one. Senators six runs, ten hits. The Yankees one run on seven hits. The pitch to White. Fly ball, well hit to left center field. Racing for it is Reichert, also under. Reichert is there, and Reichert makes the catch. Reichert uh, almost stumbled just before he made the catch, whether he caught his cleats or hit a soft spot out there in the outfield, we don't know. But he stayed with it and pulled it in deep left center. So White has retired one down. It will bring up Danny Cater, 0 for 3, grounded out to third, grounded out to short, and flied to right field. Wind up by Hannon in the pitch. Strike one is called. Cater needs one base hit for his 100th of the year. He would dearly love to get it in this game. The wind-up by hand in the pitch to him. Low and away, one and one. The wind-up pitch coming, fouled it back on the screen. Detroit is pouring it on Baltimore, seven to nothing now at the end of three innings. Mickey Stanley, Bill Freehand, and Al Kaline have all homered in that ball game. They knocked McNally out in the third inning with Jim Harden coming on to pitch for Baltimore. Wind up the one-two delivery. Cater lines it, and it is in the right field base set. So Cater gets his hundredth hit. We had to hold up because Frank Howard was going back on the ball, and as tall as Howard is, with a great stretch. We thought he might have had a play on it, but it was just over his glove. So Cater has a single, and the Yankees had their eighth hit of the ball game. It brings up Thurman Munson. Thurman is grounded out to third, struck out, and walked. 
Paws the dirt in the batter's box with his right foot. Now set, and here's the pitch to him. Solidly hit and off the glove of the third baseman, Rodriguez. He picks it up, throws to second for one, back to first, a double play. A line drive, knocked down by Rodriguez. Right at his feet, he grabbed it, threw to Cullen at second, and Cullen back to Frank Howard for the double play. The Senators have their second double play of the ball game, and the Yankees are out in the eighth. No runs are hit, no errors, none left. And at the end of the top half of the eighth inning, the score is Washington 6 and New York 1. Say, did you ever have a girl you know show up in a week and not recognize her? Well, here's a story just like that. Some people have received new credit cards and failed to recognize them. Now, this is understandable. The big name on the card, and incidentally, it is a handsome card, but the big name is Arco, A-R-C-O. They didn't realize that this new Arco card was a replacement for their old Atlantic credit card. After Richfield and Atlantic merged to become the Atlantic Richfield Company, it made sense to have one national credit card good at thousands of service stations from coast to coast. Makes it easy for everyone, including the people at Hertz, Ramada and Treadway Inns, Hyatt House Motels, Hyatt Lodges, Travel Lodge Motels, Friendship Inns, Emmons Walker Inns Incorporated, and Superior Motels. They all honor this new card. Now they have only one name to remember, and so do you, Arco. It stands for all the good products and services you get at your Atlantic station. All right, Bob Gamere, Del Unser will be up to lead things off for Washington. That ball Munson hit for the double play was a real bullet short hopped in front of Rodriguez and off his glove. But right at his feet, and he made the play. And Munson won't hit a ball any harder. Here is Del Unser, one for three. Takes a pitch inside at the knees, ball one. Senators lead 6-1. The wind-up by Jack Aker, he deals. Bouncing ball is hit toward first. Two hops. By Cater, he steps on the bag, and that's all for Unser. One out, and the pitcher, Jim Hannon, will be up. Listen to the hand he gets. He's pitched a fine ball game. The Yankees have hit some shots off of it, and they have eight hits. But two double plays have helped him out. In attendance is 30,155. The attendance just announced the first pitch to Hannon. Strike one on the inside corner. 30,155. The attendance. 0 1 pitch. Line drive. Base hit out into right center field. Bobby Mercer over to his left comes up with the ball on the ground, and Hannon has a base hit. Number 11 for the Senators. Second hit off Jack Aker. And with one out, a runner at first, Ed Brinkman moves in. Hannon gets the windbreaker on down at first. Nellie Fox helping him with it. Brinkman is three for four. Two singles and a double. He's scored twice. Takes low ball one. 
Brinkman's double and Casanova's home run, the only extra base hits in the ballgame for the Senators. And the 1-0 pitch. Swing and a miss. A ball and a strike to Ed Brinkman. Washington leading 6-1, bottom half of the eighth inning. Baker ready to work and delivers. There's a line drive base in the left field. Hannon stops at second as White wings it back in. Side corner, a strike one call. Senators now have 12 hits in the ballgame. Baker ready to work again. Looks back to second, delivers. May sends a bouncing ball down toward first. It's now foul and fielded by Nellie Fox, the coach. Lindy McDaniel and Gary Wozlewski are up and throwing in the Yankee bullpen. O2 pitch to May. Strike three call. May is going to argue with a call with plate on by Larry Knapp. Drops his bat across home plate. And May slowly walks back now to the dugout as Aker picks up his third strikeout. The batter will be Frank Howard. Senators have Mauricio Pina, a right-hander, throwing in their bullpen. One for three. The pitch to him. Low and away, ball one. Howard has had one hit in each of the three games. A home run Friday night to win it. A single last night and a single today. The pitch to him. Line drive, base hit in the right center. Hannon. Swings around third, heading for home. The throw is in toward shortstop Gene Michael, who cuts it off, and the Senators lead seven to one. On the play, Brinkman went to third. So Howard has knocked in his second run of the afternoon. He has his second base hit, and for Hondo, 67 runs batted in for the year. First and third, two outs. The batter will be Rick Reichardt. Reichardt is two for three. 
Donnelmeyer hit him in the arm in the first inning with a pitch. Then he's had singles his next two times up and struck out as the first man to face Jack Aker in the seventh inning. Blackard sends a bouncing ball to short. Gene Michael is up with it. Fires to Clark at second. They force Frank Howard, and the side is retired. But the Senators come up with one run on three hits. There were no Yankee errors, two men left. And at the end of eight, it is Washington seven and New York one. It's tough. Not because one person steps on another's toe, or because you say something one way and someone else takes it another way. People argue from a lack of love. So, in our own small way, we try to make up for that lack by putting love into our beer. How? If the grain we want isn't in Kansas, we'll get it somewhere else. That's love. If the domestic hops aren't up to snuff, we'll import them. That's love. Anything we have to do to get Utica Club the way we want it, we'll do. That's love. And no one argues over love. Well, last chance for the Yankees as we get set for the top half of the ninth inning. They trail by a score of 7-1. And Jim Hannon will be trying for his first complete game of the season as he goes out there. But Ted Williams, of course, well knows the all-star break is here. And if Hannon gets in any trouble at all, Williams will probably go to the bullpen just as Ralph Houck has been going to the bullpen today for the Yankees. Tom Grieve has moved out in the outfield. He'll be the right fielder for the Washington Senators here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. So they have two defensive changes, one last inning. Tim Cullen at second base. And one now as he gets set for the ninth inning, Tom Grieve in right field. Hannon uh, a little bit late coming out of the dugout after racing around the bases and scoring the seventh run of the afternoon. Right-hander throwing in his warm-ups, and he'll be facing the bottom of the Yankee batting order. Kurt Fleffrey, Gene Michael, and then a pinch hitter for the pitcher. Yankees have tried a couple of pinch hitters today. Jim Lionel came through with a base hit, and Pete Ward is grounded out. Yankees getting their run in the first inning, a double by Clark, a single by Mercer. But the Senators jumped on Mel Stolemeyer for four runs in the first inning, one run in the second, and then they've added a couple on a Casanova home run in the fifth off Tomkowski and a run in the eighth off Jack Aker. It's seven to one as we play the ninth inning. Greg Leffrey will lead it off to be followed by Gene Michael. And let's see, nothing later on the Baltimore-Detroit game. Kansas City leads Chicago 3-2. They're in the fifth inning. Boston uh, defeated Cleveland 6-2 in their first game. Detroit 7, Baltimore nothing. They're playing the fourth at Detroit. Cubs lead the Phillies 3-1 in the sixth inning at Chicago. Waiting for Bluffery to get set and Hannon to pitch to him. Atlanta three and Cincinnati two. They're playing in the fourth. That's at the end of four now. The windup and the pitch to Bluffery. High ball one. Montreal and the Mets are tied one to one in the seventh. And it looks like Pittsburgh leads uh, St. Louis. 
three to two at the end of four. Fluffery swings on a pitch and fouls one back over the press box. And the count is even at one and one to Kurt Fluffery. Kurt is grounded out to first, walked and popped up. Allen Wines kicks and deals. Fluffery check swing foul into the stands behind the third base dugout. today puts the Senators over the half million mark in attendance, 519,000 plus for the year. One-two pitch to Bluffery. It's low and he checks his swing in time. Two and two. Hannon turns it loose. Fastball is fouled off. Two balls, two strikes. This is only the sixth start of the year for Jim Hannon. He has yet to pitch a complete game, but now he appears to be strong here in the ninth. He winds, fires to Bleffrey, and there's a line drive out toward right center. It's going to be in for a base hit. Fielded on one bounce by Unser, the center fielder, and Bleffrey leads off the ninth with a single. Last time, Bleffrey led off an inning with a base hit. It was the eighth inning last night. The Yankees went on to score three runs and won the ball game three to one. Nine hits for New York. Gene Michael steps in. Bluffs a butt, takes a pitch low. Ball one. Ron Hansen is on deck now to bat for Jack Akers. Bluffery leads off first. And the pitch. Strike call to Michael, one and one. Gene has walked, grounded out to second, and popped up to the shortstop, Brinkman. Senators lead, 7-1. Pitch coming. Michael swings, lifts a fly ball into shallow center. Unser is there. Glasses down, glove up, makes the catch. And there's one away. And now Ron Hansen will bat for pitcher Jack Aker. Hanson started last night at shortstop, had a couple of base hits. He's batting 241 for the year. As a pinch hitter, he is two for 16. Yankee pinch hitters are at 235 for the season. The pitch, check swing, but a strike is called by the plate umpire Larry Knapp. He did not stop the swing in time. No balls and a strike. Horace Clark on deck, Bluffery at first with one out. Jim Hannon looks down to Paul Casanova. In the stretch in the pitch. There's a solid shot deep to left field. This one is going. It is gone. A home run for Hanson. Trots home in front of Ron Hansen. And for Ron Hansen, his second home run of the year. And for the Yankees, their third pinch hit home run of the year. 
The other pinch hit home runs have been delivered by Pete Ward and Kurt Bleffery. So now it's a seven to three ball game, Bob Gamir. Boy, Hanson's really been banging that ball for the Yankees in this road trip. He's had a base hit just about every time up. Horace Clark, after the first pitch, drills it into right base hit. Solid single for the Hoss, his third hit of the ball game. And that will bring the pitching coach, Sid Hudson, out of the dugout. Well, out in the bullpen, they had both Knowles and Casey Cox. Knowles, the left-hander, and Casey Cox, the right-hander. Jerry Kenny is scheduled to bat next. So it'll be Darrell Knowles, the left-hander, coming in. Hanson's home run. His other one was into the opposite field in Cleveland back on uh, May the 24th. This one he pulled and pulled well, and he has been banging that baseball for the Yankees. Veteran, 32 years old. Certainly come around. He's been a great find for the Yankees. They got him for cash prior to the start of the season from the Chicago White Sox. So Jim Hannon loses out in his bid to pitch a complete game, but he's still very much the pitcher of record. He can't possibly lose the game, and he could very well be the winner. He leads after eight in the third innings. He gave up three runs on 11 hits. And the runner on first base, Horace Clark, is his responsibility. Jim Hannon walked only two Yankees and struck out one. So he hasn't been overpowering by any means, but nonetheless, a fine ball game. But Jim Hannon and the Washington Senators up to this point. It's 7-3 to three with one out. Fluffery single is started. Michael popped out at the center. Little fly ball. Hanson homered. Horace Clark a single. Jerry Kenny scheduled the bat next as Darrell Knowles comes on the pitch. This is Darrell Knowles' 41st appearance of the year. He has a record of one win and seven losses. There's the hand for Jim Hannon. And they're standing up for Hannon over on the first base side of the stands as he walks off the field with pitching coach Sid Hudson. record of one and seven but that is not the story of Daryl Knowles the story is the number of saves he has he has saved 18 ball games for the Washington Senators the Senators have uh, won 39 on the year so give Knowles one win and 18 saves he has been in on 19 of the 39 victories He's a left-hander, has the second lowest earned run average in the American League. He's ready to take on Jerry Kenny. Knowles has been in six games this year against the Yankees. The Senators have uh, won all six games in which he has appeared. He has five saves against New York. Pitch to Kenny is outside, ball one. The only game that he has not saved was the 18-inning ball game. He delivers again. Kenny pops it foul out of play behind the third-base dugout. Darrell Knowles with an earned run average of 1.82 is second only to Ron Peronowski, who has a 1.64 to lead the American League pitchers. 1-1 pitch to Kenny. High and tight, and Kenny goes down. Two balls and one strike. Horace Clark at first, one out. Senators leading 7-3. to three. 
Bowles off the stretch. Delivers. Kenny swings and loops another foul out of play into the stands behind third. Well, one of the lady fans down there was reaching up trying to catch that one. That's a pretty good stretch, too. Kenny steps away, time called by Larry Knapp. Knowles toes in, delivers, high and tight again to Kenny. Jerry backs away, and the count is full, three and two. Senators leading 7-3. The set by Knowles, the 3-2 pitch, foul back, and just in front of the booth to our right. the kids banging those bats on the metal stands here in D.C. Stadium. 3-2 pitch again. Popped up foul and again back in the crowd. One section of these stands is movable to convert this to the football field. 3-2 pitch again. Kenny bounces it foul to the right side of the plate. And the kids, when they bang those bats on those that metal movable stand, make quite a racket. They have those bats worn out before they get home with them. 3-2 pitch again to Kenny. On the way, he fouls it back just over the press box. inning, Bluffery single to lead it off. Michael flied out to the center fielder. Then Hanson pinch hit a home run, throw to first base, and uh, Clark and Howard are all tangled up over there, and Howard steps on Clark, and the throw gets away from Howard. Clark is all right. May have been spiked on his left instep. I don't know. I think in the mix-up, maybe the ball hit Clark on the leg is what it was. He and Howard were in a great big tangle over there at first. Howard trying to sneak in behind him. Now the pitch to Kenny, and he fouls another one back. Howard had been playing well behind the runner, protecting the line. But he tried to sneak in behind Clark, and they got all twisted up over there, just as Knowles threw over, and the ball hit Clark, but bounced back. Swing and a miss by Kenny as he went for an outside pitch strike three. On Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. This is Harry Downey bringing the upside Downey game your way weekdays 10 to 3 here on the Fresh Air Sound of Radio 81 WGY Schenectady. Kenny strikes out. There are two down, and now it's up to Bobby Mercer. He gets a sidearm pitch that's high, ball one. Roy White is on deck. Mercer wants second base umpire. Marty Springstead to move, and he does. Knowles kicks and deals. Mercer hits it off the end of the bat down the third base line. It's foul, just foul. Rodriguez had no chance of getting to it. And it was fouled by just inches as it passed the bag. 
Almost hit the bag. It just missed that last bounce. It curved a slice away and just missed hitting the bag. The Yankees have just missed getting that tying run to the plate. Kenny went for a bad pitch after fouling off seven. He went fishing for an outside pitch, and then Mercer just missed hitting the base. 1-1 one, one here to Mercer. He takes it wide. Ball two, two and one. Darrell Knowles is a very quick worker. He's ready to pitch again and does. Mercer hits a ground ball to second. Tim Cullen has it. Throws to Howard. The ball game is over. And the Senators win it 7-3. For the Yankees in the ninth, two runs on three hits. There were no errors and a man left on. Bob Gamere will have the totals and the recap in a moment. The final score, Washington 7 and the New York Yankees 3. It's tough. argumentative person and want to become a friendly, loving person, come to our brewery in Utica, New York. There we will give you a free tour and show you how we put love into our Utica Club beer. A friendly tour guide will show you how we lovingly age our beer for months instead of for weeks like most brewers do, so that our beer will have real bubbles instead of artificial bubbles. He'll show you how we love our ingredients so much that unlike most brewers, we actually list them on our label. And after that, he'll take you to our 1888 tavern and give you some free Utica Club beer. So by the time you leave, you will no longer be angry and argumentative. You will be a lovely person. Well, the Senators take the series of the New York Yankees, two games to one. Final score, 7-3 to three, Washington. Seven runs, 13 hits and no errors. And for the Yankees, three runs, 11 hits and no errors. Jim Annan, the winning pitcher, is 4-3. Mel Stottlemyre, the loser, is 8-8. Eight and, eight, and the save by Darrell Knowles is 19th of the season. And so the first half of the season ends for the Yankees with the Yankees in third place in the American League. Once again, the final score, the Senators 7 and the Yankees 3. And now this is Bob Gamere speaking for Frank Messer and Phil Rizzuto. Thanking our broadcast statistician and coordinator, Bill Kane, producer Bob Stenner, director and engineer, Sandy Alper. This is Bob Gamere saying goodbye from Robert F. Kennedy Stadium in Washington. Today's Yankees... baseball game has been brought to you by Atlantic Richfield Company and your local Atlantic dealer. Drive in where you see the Red Ball sign. Red Ball service is your Atlantic dealer's way of assuring you good service every time you come in. And by 